Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, April 28th, also known as Draft Day. It's here. It took me seven mock drafts. Yes, seven over the last year. You guys know I do one the day after, or a couple days after the draft. So it's been 12 months. I filed seven mock drafts, and the draft is finally here. I'm so fired up about tonight. The NFL Draft. Uh, fun fact, though, I have not seen the movie Draft Day starring Kevin Costner. I've seen parts of it. I've probably seen about you know 40%. I'm one of those guys who, when I'm working, whether it's writing a piece, um, you know, prepping for the podcast, or uh, right before I go to bed, I'm like cycling through HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, and occasionally draft day will be on. And I'll be like, oh, this looks interesting, and you'll watch a little bit, and then it'll hit a lull, and you're switching the channel. Uh, Hello, I don't have the attention span that I need. Um, And it's weird. If you miss a sports movie in the cinema... I, I usually don't, you know, you used to like rent it back in the day on Blockbuster and um, now it's like you just have to wait for it on cable, but it's not like appointment viewing, right? You're not, it's been like six months since the movie's in theaters. People have talked about it. You've seen enough spoilers. You're just like, eh. So I, I, I need to carve time out to actually watch it. It's like that Kurt Warner movie that came out, the Kurt Warner football movie came out, I think around Christmas. There were some people asking, have you seen it? Are you going to watch it? I was like, uh, okay, yeah, forgot. And now I see that it's on Disney or whatever streaming service it's on. And I told the kids, let's watch it. I look at the time. I'm like, oh, how am I going to watch this in one night? This is like, a, you know, you get, if you guys have young kids, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like a two-night deal. You're like, I will start it today, then maybe finish it tomorrow. I, I think I said this on the pod. Like, I started Batman like five days ago, the new one with uh, Pattinson. Haven't even picked it up. I, I haven't been able to. The draft week were slammed. I said we got Chappelle tickets tonight, a- NBA playoffs, gambling, uh, we did we did a Fox show. I'm doing the herd today. It's just been a busy, busy week. I got the soccer tournament coming up. So here's what we're gonna do on today's podcast. Since it's draft day, we'll skip out on the Bucks and the Warriors. I'm not even really gonna talk about tonight's games because truth be told, I'm gonna be locked in on the draft. Once the draft starts, between trades, analysis, 
figuring out next year's depth chart, like wins, losses, all that stuff. Like there's really not time to watch Raptors Sixers game six. I'll have it on TV too, no doubt. But my focus will be the draft. So if you're looking for bets, I'll put them on the gram. I'll put them on Twitter later on. Uh, but for today, we're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do. First, we're gonna bring on Jermaine Johnson, Florida State defensive end, edge rusher. Should probably go in the top 16, 17. There's scuttlebutt about him in the Jets. A lot about him in the Vikings at 12. And we're going to talk to him. He's visiting us through Gillette and Gillette Labs. They gave us an opportunity to talk to him. 10 minutes, sure. He's in Vegas. I think you'll like it. Uh, by the way, he was on that documentary, Last Chance You, on Netflix. I, I did not know that. I've never seen that. In addition, we got the Daily Double today. We're bringing on a former NFL scout, Brentley Weissman. Used to work for the Chargers, was in the war room when they drafted Derwin James. You'll like that. He's currently scouting for the Draft Network. He also is in Vegas. Good time to be in Vegas. Not sure why I'm not there, but as I said, we got a busy week. So here's what we'll do. We'll dive into that. We'll save the NBA for tomorrow. Mostly NFL tomorrow, but there will be NBA if something crazy happens like the Mavs lose. They won't. We'll do a little NBA, but it'll be heavy NFL because, guys, this is really the last NFL pit stop for a while. Like, after this, it's NBA playoffs, it's a little Major League Baseball, and then it's summer break, and next thing you know, like, the kids are getting ready to go back to school, and football's here. So let's dive into it with Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. Jermaine, how you doing, my man? I'm doing so good, man. How are you guys doing? I I'm awesome. Can't complain. Life is good. Love the draft. I am curious, right off the bat, do you have a big party scheduled? Is there a big uh, gathering? Do you guys have anything, or did you kind of tone that down and tell your parents, hey, man, we're not doing anything? For when? For for the draft. Afterwards? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> well, what, what do you got? You, you, go, you got a club lined up? You got some awesome tickets somewhere? I mean, you got to have something. It'll be a movie. Wow. Kind of low-key, huh? I thought you'd want to celebrate. You know, I mean, I'm, you've worked at this for what? Over a decade, right? Oh, yeah. No, it'll be celebrated correctly. Um, I am curious. How are you liking Vegas so far? I'm loving it, man. It's my first time out here, um, but I'm just loving my family being out here, you know, and being able to enjoy the moment with them. Um, yeah, a kid from Minneapolis, uh, I read your bio, and um, the Vikings are in desperate need of an edge rusher at 12. Have you? Could you talk a little bit about the Vikings? I mean, did you grow up a fan? Have you uh, met with them multiple times? Any visits? Do you get a vibe that there could be something there? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I grew up uh, watching them. Uh, I've always been a fan. Um, but yeah, I've, I've talked to them uh, uh, a couple times in this process. Um, but yeah, if I, if I end up going there, that'd be awesome. Is this is the process? I mean, it's been going on for what now? Geez, like four months. I mean, since you dominated and wrecked the Senior Bowl, you know, is it the kind of thing where you're just like excited that we're at the finish line? I mean, where are you mentally? Like, is it kind of just like, man, can this? Can we get this over with? It's been forever. I'm excited to get on my team. <laughs> now work hard and camp. Uh, be the best teammate I can be and start winning some games. Um, I'm curious. You, you know, uh, Last Chance You on Netflix, obviously a huge deal. Do do a lot of people bring that up to you when they meet you? Obviously hugely popular and, uh, you know, you were on there. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty frequent question, um, especially because I'm not on it that much or not featured on it that much. Um, that was actually a preference of mine. You know, they wanted me to be kind of a feature guy on there, but I was kind of focused on the main thing, which is football. Um, but, yeah, it's a pretty frequently asked question, and you know, it was a great time. I am curious where you are. You know, you, you're you right leaving school just as NIL is beginning to take off. Yeah. Um, I, any overriding thoughts on that? I know it sounds like, you know, hey, you had a chance to be huge on Last Chance You. You said, I'm going to focus on football. I'm assuming that you're reading a lot about the NIL versus football, and is it a distraction? The kids are getting paid. Where are you on that? Uh, in my thoughts about it, yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's a great opportunity to be quite honest, because um, especially in the sport we play, it's dangerous. You don't know what can happen in in a rep and even in practice, um, and all your work and hard work to your dreams can just go down the drain. Uh, and so for 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 your only opportunity to make some money, get some money in your pocket for it only to be in the NFL. I think that's pretty crazy. Uh, so now, you know, you got kids, you got kids making legitimate money, money, yeah. six, seven figure, you know, dollar amounts. You know, I think that's awesome. <laughs> Cause now 
you know, say, say that someone does get that injury or something yeah. unlikely happens and, and now they're done playing football. Well, hey, they establish themselves not only with their finances, but also with relationships with brands. So, you know, now they're they're out there in the corporate world. I am curious, you know, as you're obviously enjoying a great season last year, you know, I'm sure the NIL people came after you. A lot of companies came after you big time. How did you handle dealing with that, knowing that, you know what, I'm going to the league next year. I'm going to be drafted. Uh, you've been on mock drafts for first round, second round for a long time. Um, how did you handle like saying no to some people versus what you accepted? That's just the thing. I didn't really handle it. Uh, I trusted my agency to handle that, um, which they did. They did a tremendous job. Um, so, I mean, it made that pretty easy on me. Like I said, I like focusing on the main thing, which is football. Um, none of this would be possible. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if it, if it wasn't for football. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I always keep yeah. the main thing. I want to go back to the combine real quick. Well, let's go. Let's throw, let's go back to the Senior Bowl when you totally dominated. I'm, I am curious, like the mindset going into the senior bowl was what? Like, okay, I'm going to wreck the, I'm going to wreck things. I'm going to just totally crush the competition. But, you know, leading into it, did, did you kind of notice that, hey, this is a, an opportunity I have that a lot of the younger guys don't? How can I take advantage of it? Yeah. Um, I guess I kind of went in with a chip on my shoulder um, because even seeing, like, you know, after the year I had and, and, and whatnot at Florida State, still, you know, kind of being disrespected in a sense, I was kind of, I was kind of upset and um, you know, what, what better opportunity do you have to than to go to the bigger stage amongst the nation's, you know, best uh, talent and then destroy them there. Cause then you, you don't have the rebuttal for that. What are you going to say? So uh, that's how, kind of how I looked at it. And I played every snap kind of, you know, with that chip and uh, you know, I ended up being able to do what I did there. So I got to ask, you said that, you know, being ranked behind certain guys, how often are you, your uh, colleagues, your buddies, looking at some of the mock drafts that are out? Because um, we've had you at Fox. We've had you in the mock draft all along. Uh, but I am I am curious how often you're looking at them. It's kind of tough to ignore them, right? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I, if, my, if my agent wants to look at it, he can. You know, that's kind of his thing. Um, what he sends me, I guess I, I take a gander, but I don't really worry too much about it. I know I got a ball wherever I go anyway. All right, so Senior Bowl, you do extremely well. Then let's go to the Combine. I am curious. This was kind of a weird year at the Combine. It was, you know, the post-COVID coming out of it. Your thoughts on just how it went down and your experience there? It was an awesome experience, man. I got to be around literally all the best uh, football players at the college level in the, in the nation. And, you know, we're all going through the same thing. So, I know, sometimes it seems like some guys just go there alone and, you know, not with their team anymore. Well, no, we're, you know we're all going through the same thing in the same process and chasing the same goal. So it was an awesome experience. And, and you know, I always like to say through this whole process, any problems you have are good problems. <laughs> like you're going through this process, you're at a combine, you're at a senior bowl, you know, you're on zoom with yourself. Like what, what, what can you complain about? Yeah. This is a pretty, pretty good outlook. I like that. Um, when you met with teams, everybody's favorite question is what are some of the craziest questions you were asked? Did anything catch you off guard completely? Uh, no, not really. Everything was pretty, you know, on par. Uh, I don't think they're allowed to ask anything pretty intense or as intense as they, you know, once were able to. Yeah, because uh, it's clearly like one of the fun stories that comes out of the combine. Wackiest question, and if you notice, there's not a not a lot of it's leaking out anymore. I don't know. Is that you think from the teams not asking, or um, were they just straight up all football questions, or did anybody go family, uh, outside life, outside interests? Yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, it's all, I don't think, I really don't think they're allowed to ask anything too off the walls or actually they get in trouble. Um, so I think it's, it's been all pretty much censored this year and, and really clean cut. Um, I am curious, you know, you're in Vegas, obviously party capital of the United States. This is only your first time there. How have you not been to Vegas before? I got to ask that. Uh, cause I've been keeping the main thing, the main thing, man. <laughs> I've been chasing this for quite a long time, you know, five years. Uh, in college, three different uh, institutions. So you know, I haven't really had time to come enjoy some some nights out in Vegas. Yeah. Can I ask about Georgia? How? What? You know, you go JUCO, you land at Georgia, um, and and then it you left quick, pretty quickly after that. Like, what went down at Georgia? Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't leave pretty quickly. Um, it was actually I was there for two years, the longest out of any of my institutions. Um, uh, but no, nothing went down. It was just a really saturated room and. You know, I knew that, you know, I had to fix a couple of narratives to, to the league and, you know, and let them know kind of player that I know I am. 
When you say narratives, what are the ones floating out that you that irked you? Uh, the previous ones that were floating out before this 21 season were kind of, you know, question marks on my violence, you know, my run stopping ability, you know, obviously pass rushing ability. You know, I just in the Georgia scheme, I was more of a sandbacker who dropped a lot and stuff like that. So, you know, the league only knew what they saw. So I knew I had to, you know, transfer and go somewhere. And I chose Florida State and it just aligned perfectly. And, you know, it was a win win. And, I, you know, I would do it all over again. You know, I, we talked to a lot of draft prospects as we wrap up here. Um, and I got to say, a lot of them, you know, not really, you know, polished. Uh, have you, I'm assuming you've done a lot of interviews, huh? You, you are 23 years old, so you sound much more mature and, uh, you know, kind of with it than other, some of the other prospects. Do you think that age has helped you not only on the football field, but during doing these media interviews? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I just, you know, I'm a smart guy. I've always been a pretty good interviewer. Um and, and a lot of that is just being comfortable with who you are as a person. Um, you know, I, I don't have to act any different. I don't have to try to impress anybody. I'm very happy with who I am. Um, so, I mean, that just goes into play of, of you know, how well I interview. Um, I don't I don't try to be anything I'm not. So uh, I, I don't know if it's my age, but it's definitely, um, you know, my outlook. The clear maturity there. So how did you decide to partner with Gillette for the draft? I mean, Gillette and I share the overall, you know, thought of, confidence and how important that is to you because if you look good you feel good and and we just aligned perfectly on that and and i'm very grateful to uh, to gillette for helping make sure i look and feel my best on nfl draft red carpet hey hey, jermaine congratulations on all your success and gillette obviously last chance you fsu and uh hey if you land with my jets man i'm sure we'll be talking down the road (laughs) let's do it jason i'm hold you to that too all right man thanks a lot yes sir there's no distance too far for the perfect trip Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in, uh, continuing our draft coverage here on Straight Fire, a guy who put out his final big board this week, and I think you're going to be shocked where Trayvon Walker, the probable number one pick in the draft is, he is Brentley Weiss. Brentley, how you doing, man? Jason, doing well, man. In Vegas at the draft draft house for the Draft Network. It's going to be a good week. Very excited. Yeah, is that is this like an influencer house? Basically, one of those deals. Is that is that it's just so think of think of the war room meets M- M- MTV cribs. Like that's kind of the vibe we're going with. Where it's like we'll have a bunch of rooms where they're kind of decked out, branded. We'll help you host some interviews for prospects. A um, bunch of players' families coming in and out. It's a really cool spot for this for players. Kind of get off the strip, you know, shoot some content. They really just kind of chill out. Actually, Ekan Aquanu literally just left and so you know we got some other cool prospects coming on along but again man it couldn't be more excited for this week yeah so we'll start with Aquanu. so yeah. it's oh we're recording this on wednesday a little more than 24 hours before the draft and there's still uncertainty reigns at the top the volatility in the gambling markets is crazy i mean Aquanu apparently he's not going to go one apparently he's not going to go two is there a scenario where he tumbles down the draft board to three or five with the Giants? Like, what are you seeing for Aquanu? And by the way, I am curious. You were you've been around a lot of prospects. Everybody's saying he's only a guard in the no. league. Does he have tackle size when you met him? Oh yeah, I mean this guy's a massive human being, Jason. I, I mean this guy's a length. His, his, his he's a massive human being. But he also has a really good frame where he carries his weight well. And when I was scouting in the league, one of the things you look at are the ankles for offensive linemen. Are their ankles skinny? Because that t- that can tell you, hey, like how athletic he is. Is he how quick is he on his feet? His ankles are skinny, but he's also massive. So, so, wait, so, so j- I've never heard this before. Yeah, so skinny yeah. ankles equals you're quick. Yeah. So what is what does that mean if you have like fat ankles? You're just slow if, movement. If you have fat ankles, then it's a red flag. It's like okay, is he a lumbering athlete? Does he not necessarily have oh. good range? Because skinny ankles, you want your you want your offensive tackles to be broad shoulders, big butt, skinny ankles, and that's right. exactly what Ekim is. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what Ekim is. Also, I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention at the outset, you were a scout for the Chargers. Yep, yep. For, for since, How, and when, when, when was this? So I was a scout for the Chargers for 2017 all the way up until the 2019 draft, so for two full seasons. Okay, uh, was that through Derwin James or no? Yep, Derwin James. So I was in the war okay. room for Derwin James. It was uh, perfect. It was an awesome time. I'll tell you that. When, when he, we'll we'll he get to fell. that. Let's quickly. Sorry, sorry to interrupt and derail your Aquanu. So you do think he could be a tackle? Where do you think he ends up going? I just finished my mock draft and I got him going to four to the Jets. I think there's no way ah. the Jets pass on him. I think there's no way they pass on him. I think with the Mackay Beckton uncertainty and the with the Jets, you know, understanding they need to, you know, really build around Zach Wilson in order to give him a chance to succeed. There's just no way the Jets can pass on a talent like Iguanu, hmm. who again, I think has the potential to be a really, really good left tackle in this league. Okay, so why are the Houston Texans passing on him at three? Because I think they go with corner. I think I think with Lovey Sauce Smith, Gardner. Derek Stingley. I think I got Derek oh, wow, Stingley. Wow, wow, wait a minute. Derek Stingley. That's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Listen, I know the draft is is bonkers right now and all the rumors and scuttle, but but you've got Stingley going. Where's Sauce Gardner going? I got Sauce falling to seven to the, the Giants. Giants, Giants okay, second. That's where I had him. Yeah. Right. So I think for me personally, the way I think it's going to go, it's going to go Trayvon Walker at one, which we, can, which we can get into. Hutchinson at two. Stingley at three. Then a Quanu at four. I think that's your top four, and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. You didn't mention Kayvon Thibodeau up top, and if you look at the gambling markets, and it's weird because more than any draft I can remember, the gambling markets are shaping yeah. some of this. Who's going to go where? And over the weekend, uh, reportedly, uh, a, a large gambling syndicate hit 
Kayvon Thibodeau at two directly to the Lions, which seems to fly in the face, right? It doesn't make sense. Everything we've read is the Lions aren't that interested in him. Um, if he goes over two, maybe that's where a lot of other people are speculating. Where are you on Thibodeau right now? So let it be known, I am an Oregon Duck, so there there is some bias with me when it comes to Kayvon Thibodeau. But that being said, I think he ends up at five to the New York Giants. And I was tempted to go with KT at two, but I just keep coming back to, you know, Hutchinson is the Michigan kid. The Lions probably never thought the Jaguars would pass up, pass on him, right? And so I think yeah. there's, that's a, one of the reasons why KT has been kind of linked to the, to the Lions as of late because there was just no way Hutchinson would be there. But now with the kind of understanding that Walker is going to go one, I have a hard time seeing the Lions pass on Hutchinson. Now, that being said, if it was me, I would take Kayvon Thibodeau, who's my edge number one. I think he's the best pass rusher in this class. But at the end of the day, I do think they go with the hometown kid in Hutchinson. Then Kayvon Thibodeau will fall to five with the Giants. And I think that's his floor. I think even if the Giants pass on him at five, there's no way they pass him at seven. Yeah, this is so crazy because you've got so many warring factions here. You've got the gambling community, which thinks they have info, whether it's from agents or teams. Then you've got the teams and what their boards are like. And you could talk to us in a second about like what the Chargers was like in the war room versus the out here with everybody doing mock drafts. Then you've got you know the fans and like, well, they need this. You don't really need that position, but you need this, and which I think is a little bit silly. It's just it's just a crazy draft. And the name we haven't mentioned is Trayvon Walker, who yeah. is apparently the heavy favorite to go number one now, which is crazy because four months ago, the majority of the NFL fans who watched Georgia did not know who Trayvon Walker was. He was not Jordan Davis. He was not N'Kobe Dean. And it's like, Trayvon Walker's now number one. You got him 22nd on your top 100. 22nd, he's going to go first. What about, who's wrong here? Look, I mean... I I, 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 know, I, I can only scout what I see on tape. And what I saw on tape was an athlete, an athletic defensive lineman who's honestly, Jason, best when he's inside. He is not an edge rusher to me. He doesn't have the bend kick, doesn't have the ankle flexion. He's a little tight in his lower body and he's stiff, which means I think he's going to have trouble getting around NFL offensive tackles. Now, that being said, I understand the appeal. He's 6'5", 270 pounds, around a 4'5", with a 1.5, 10-yard. He is a very, very rare athlete. I get it. But in order to win against offensive tackles, you need to be better than just being bigger and strong. You need actual the ability to bend. And that's where I think Kayvon Thibodeau is better than him. Even Aiden Hutchinson is better than him. And so I just – I can only grade what I see. And to me – I think he's better at being an interior defensive lineman. I think in two years we are going to see him kicked inside, which is where I think he could be really good. Line him up against guards. Let him be able to use his length as a mismatch and his kind of upfield explosiveness where he's not forced to bend corners because that's where he struggles. And so I think he can have a Chris Jones type of impact as a rusher, as a a three technique. But if if the Jaguars draft him at one, which they're going to do, and, what, and expect him to be a Miles Garrett, 11-sack type of guy, I think they're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. Well, the disconnect is some of the measurables line up with Miles Garrett. Now, not, yeah. all, not all of them, but some of them. And you're saying the tape does not show bend of a Miles Garrett. So maybe Chris Jones is a good comp. I had not heard that one. Yeah, no, I mean, the band is just simply not there. He is a very linear athlete, meaning he is best going forward. If, if he's asked to turn a, t- a sharp corner, he can't do it. And so that's where I think he's really going to struggle in the NFL. Now, again, if you put him inside, let him go head up against guards, he's able to use that upfield explosiveness, able to use that power and that length to get to the quarterback. And so, again, I think he's going to be a good NFL player. I just could not draft him in the top 10. And I definitely wouldn't drop him in the top 10 expecting him to be Miles Garrett or even, you know, a Nick Bosa. Yeah, no, no shot. Uh, but he's in the 20s. Let's go to your number one prospect. And this is, uh, <laughs> this is interesting because uh, of all the, like, top 10 talents, this guy's been sliding, quote, in air quote, sliding, obviously, uh, more than anyone, and that's Kyle Hamilton of Notre Dame, the safety. Uh, safety, not a premium position. Um, yeah, and I think this this is where we could talk about your Derwin James experience. 
I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen Kyle Hamilton be in the Derwin James class. Um, have you? So I have, and let me let me just say, you know, Derwin James wouldn't have been on the board at 17 had he had he not been injured in college, right? In, injuries was a yep. injuries was a major concern for Derwin James coming out, and I know people like to use that comp in terms of, hey, Derwin James didn't go to 17, why should Hamilton go earlier? And I just like to preface that he wouldn't have been available at 17 had he been healthy. Now that being said, on to Hamilton, I do think he is a Derwin James type of player. You don't mm. find 6'4", 220-pound safeties to have the fluidity, the range, the instincts, the toughness like Kyle Hamilton. You see this guy playing single high. You see him being have, have the, the sideline to sideline range to pick the ball off, and he's outstanding as a run defender coming downhill. He can literally do anything you want for a safety to do. Now, I get it. You know, he ran a slower 40 than expected, a 4.59. And then, you know, the, the pro day, if you want to count that, it was a 4.6, a high 4.6. And what I'll say to this, Ed Reed, who is the best free safety of all time, ran a high 4.5. You don't need, you don't need 4.3 speed as a safety if you are smart and instinctual. And that's exactly what Kyle Hamilton is. I don't even care about the 40. He's 6'4". It takes a, it's a, it takes a him a long time to really get going. But once he opens up his stride, he chews up grass. I think he is the best football player in this class. It's I personally don't think it's close. I, I would certainly take him in the top five. Now, I don't expect him to go top five because of the way the you know the team needs and stuff. Yeah. But you know, if, if he's there at 11 for Washington, 12 at Minnesota, even 15 to the Eagles, which I think is his floor, that's an absolute home run pick. Yeah, Brentley, that's where I had him, going to Washington. Yep. Um, it's interesting because I just looked up Ed Reed. He went 24th overall, uh, Hall of Fame lock. Derwin James went, what do you got, 16? 17. Okay, 17. And I, he's had a lot of injuries, so we can't say he's on the Hall of Fame track. But he's an awesome player. 100%. So tell me, what was the Der- Derwin James discussion like, for whatever you're allowed to say, given your you know Chargers history? No, for sure. I mean, going into the draft, we had a, you know, a top four and – of players who at 17 we would be happy with. Derwin James was at the top of that list. Now, we understood the injury concerns with Derwin James. I mean, I think he had a foot injury his freshman year and then a couple other lingering injuries his sophomore and junior seasons at Florida State. So the injury concerns were very, very real. That being said, the type of mentality and the alpha that he could bring to our locker room at the time was something we simply could not pass up. We needed that edge. We needed that dog in the back end of our defense. Because look, I mean, Joey Bosa is amazing, but he is not a vocal leader. We had no leader for the defense. And more than anything else, that's what really sold us on Derwin James. And yeah, we get it. He's an athletic freak, outstanding, both against the run, against the pass. But it was more from an intangibles perspective that we simply couldn't pass on Derwin James. And, you know, at the time, it was between Derwin James and I want to say one, it was a defensive lineman, not in Vita Vea, but I think he was off the board. But it was between one of those players. And when Derwin James fell us, it was a no-brainer. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. 
What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The whole intangible leadership thing, that, that is the tough one for people who are not on the inside interviewing these guys and doing the background checks and digging deep and talking to their uh, assistant uh, high school football coach, at the, you know, their, their teachers or whoever's eligible to talk. That's what we on the outside cannot do. Um, how do you quantify leadership quality and who has it in this draft? I mean, it's it's a it's a major and kind of determining factor of where these players are going to get picked. And as you mentioned, you know, with us as the media, we don't have the access to the coaches, to the training staff, to even the the, the, the tutors at the universities, right? Who are, you know, talking to these scouts, talking to these GMs, talking to these head coaches. But you know, just kind of based on what I've seen, I think obviously Aiden Hutchinson, you know, he's a guy I think kind of embodies that leadership. Uh, he was, he's a guy who really, you know, kind of the defense from Michigan rallied around. So I think he has that Malik Willis quarterback at a Liberty, you know, we could say what we want in terms of some of his flaws with the inaccuracy, the, the touch, which is kind of hit or miss with him. But by all accounts, he is an outstanding, outstanding leader, outstanding character. And, and for a guy who's, you know, considered a risk and, and, no, I'll be honest, I have him as my quarterback, too, because I do think the concerns with him are real in terms of the touch and the inconsistent accuracy. But because he's such a high-character guy, I'm willing to take a chance on him because I don't think he's going to ever quit. I don't think he's ever going to fail because I believe in his character enough to where I think he's going to continue to work at it. So I would point to those two, Aiden Hutchinson and Malik Willis. Interesting, because uh, we throw around these labels, not you specifically, but – you know, I, I heard someone say that Aiden Hutchinson, uh, blue collar, fits perfectly <laughs> into the Detroit Lions. Like, yo, do you know? I mean, Aiden Hutchinson went to a private school. His mom was a model. He's like, his family's fine. They're, 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 I would, I would say Aiden Hutchinson's not blue collar, but at the same time, like high character. Uh, you know, Brentley, we don't ever hear this is a low character guy. Why? Do, why don't we ever hear that? All we hear is high character. We never hear about the low characters until after it comes out, right? So. I don't know. I don't, I'm not asking you to call out any players here because I'm not, I don't want to get aggregated, but are there low character concerns about any guys here at the top of the draft? I haven't heard. Well, any. well I mean, if you want to get nitpicky, Derek Stingley, right? I mean, you know, I, I personally don't think he's a low character guy, but if I were to point to one coaches might coaches might look at Stingley in terms of, Hey, you know, you kind of mailed it in your last year, you know, as a junior, you didn't really battle. You, you left, you got injured. You didn't come back. You know, teams might look at that and say, okay, like, does he love football? You know, like, what, what happened? Yeah. Like, why, why didn't you finish out of the season? Now, for, know, not, not for me, I wouldn't judge Stingley like that because at the end of the day, he's, he's doing what's best for him and his family. If I'm Stingley, 
Now, I'm being honest with you, Jason, I probably don't come back either. You know, LSU wasn't going to win the national championship. I put on really good tape as a freshman. Why would I rush back from an injury to potentially jeopardize millions of dollars in life-changing money for my family? Now, on the flip side, Kayvon Thibodeau, who you just mentioned, he got injured two separate times this year as a junior. And what did he do? He came back and played. And so the narrative with KT where it's, hey, he's a low effort guy, doesn't really love football, he wears the sunglasses, he's into crypto, he has NFTs, like, let, let, let's, let's kill his character. All I know is he didn't have to come back after two separate injuries. He probably could have opted out the season and we probably wouldn't have judged him, right? I mean, we just saw Michael Parsons, Jamar Chase, Rashawn Slater opt out of 2020 and they all were all Pro Bowlers as rookies, right? And so yeah. I just think about we shouldn't look at these kids and these prospects, you know, with the, with the lens of, Hey, they did X, Y, and Z. So they're bad football characters. I think it's really a case by case situation. Agree. Totally. And, and I guess the only pushback on Stingley, and I hadn't really thought about that, but hearing you, you know, talk about him. So let's just say hypothetically he goes, I don't know, let's say he goes to Seattle Yeah. and Seattle's going to be bad this year. And Seattle starts the season four and nine. They got yep. a brutal schedule. They got no quarterback. And he's got some he's got some nicks and bumps and bruises. Does he just say, you know what? I'm just gonna sit out. I ain't coming back. Does he, I mean, does he do that because he did that at college? I'm not saying he would, but do could you see that being a question to him in in some of these interviews or visits? I think he's getting asked that question with, with every team, every GM, every head coach he meets with. And I think if I'm Stingley. I'm being very, very honest. Hey guys, I'm trying to, I was just trying to do the best thing for me and my family. And that, and me coming back when I was injured could have hurt my draft stock. And that is millions of dollars. That is life-changing money. That's generational money that was on the line. Now, that being said, once I get to the NFL, the NFL, and you know, I've kind of already gotten paid, football is my number one. Like I will, that, that, that is, that's if I was his agent, that's what I would tell him to say. Because one, it's honest, and two, it's understandable, right? Like if I'm a head coach, as long as I'm not a hypocrite, I can see that side. Uh, let's move to a, a similar question. I was just looking at your board. You have Jermaine Johnson, who yep. we interviewed here on this podcast. Ten, he had started JUCO, went to Georgia. Depending on what phrase you want to use, ends up transferring to FSU and has a good season. I look at Jamison Williams. You have 14th. Started Ohio State, depending on what phrase you want to use, ends up transferring to Alabama and crushes it. I am curious from what your experience is with the Chargers. Does transferring because you don't pop in a loaded room, does that hurt you or does it not because, hey, this guy rebounded? Because I, all I read about in uh, you know, college football is, oh, this guy was the third third string quarterback. He didn't want to be third string, so he transferred. These guys don't want to stick it out and fight it the way, uh, you know, uh, Joe Burrow did. Oh, wait, Joe Burrow ended up transferring <laughs> to Ohio State. Uh, from Ohio State, right? He left the loaded room, went to LSU, and becomes the number one pick. I, I mean, it's a, it's a confusing question, but it's certainly something that seems like a, a, an issue with some of these players. I think if you would have asked me this five years ago, I would say yes. I think you know, transfers and, and people and players who, you know, maybe got beat out and decided to not stick it at the university and left would have been judged in the eyes of GMs and coaches. I no longer think that's the case. I think we have seen too many cases where, hey, the player transfers for whatever reason, they go on to the next university, have an awesome one to two years, and can still get drafted high. I think the transfer portal has changed everything. You know, I think because if, if, if you're a team and you're going to really be judging these players, you're going to be missing out on a ton of good players. The two guys you just named, Jermaine Johnson, Jameson Williams, are studs. Two yeah. of the safest players in this draft. Not just safe, two of the highest upside players in this draft. I mean, Joe Burrow. You think Cincinnati wouldn't have taken Joe Burrow just because he transferred, right? And so yeah. I think, again, the times have changed. I think GMs and coaches are more understandable and, and, and flexible with some of these transfers and, and you know you know i will say it is a case-by-case -case basis and i think it's very yeah. fair to ask those questions but i no longer think that's gonna 
really kill these guys in the warriors. Yeah. And in and to defend the athletes before people jump down my throat. <laughs> um, you know, listen, the coaches change jobs at the drop of a hat. They're moving on to the next one for the most money they can get. Okay. So some of these guys that they recruit are left twisting in the wind for the new coach who may or may not want them, right? Uh, I, we could wrap up on on Desmond Ritter. Yeah. A guy, Brentley, who, I got to be honest, I made a lot of money betting on Des, uh, Desmond Ritter and Cincinnati. They they were a covering machine. I remember being on them against Notre Dame. People are like, dude, it's at Notre Dame. Are you crazy? No, Cincinnati's really good. And he was good, not great in that game. Um, so they go up against Alabama. His first chance to have like a showcase game, national audience, Who's Desmond Ritter? You want to be a pro? You want to be a top 10 pick? This is your chance. And he vomits all over himself. Yeah, and was it was awful. pretty bad. Brentley, he seems to have rebounded in the last three months because he's interviewed well, quote unquote. Um, where are you on Desmond Ritter's pro prospects? It's, it's funny, Jason. So I was pretty low on Ritter, I would say, for most of the season. Um, I, I, especially when I was hearing first round talk and things like that. But as I really dug into his tape, I'd say over the course of this draft process in the offseason, I've certainly came around him, right? I mean, he's 6'4", uh, ran a, four, a low 4'5", He has a good arm, and he has, he has a ton of zip on the deep balls and the intermediate balls. So I think from a physical tools perspective, he has a lot that you like. And so because of that, and he's high characters, I, I, because of that, I do think you were comfortable taking a chance on him. In terms of his range, I could see that late, first maybe early second but that being said there are some things that make me really nervous about Ritter for a quarterback who started over 40 games he is highly highly inaccurate yeah. I mean his inconsistencies are very concerning and with a guy like Malik Willis who hasn't started 40 games you're willing to bet that Malik Willis can potentially figure it out we saw Josh Allen eventually become more accurate in the NFL with Ritter this is not a guy who's only started two seasons. He has started four years in Cincinnati. Yeah. He has played. This is who a, he is. This, this is who he is. Yeah. And unfortunately, I just can't get to that level with the Ritter because of that. Now, again, strong arm, athletic, high character, check, check, check. So I think a team will take a chance on him. But me personally, I have him as my QB three behind uh, Pickett and Willis. Pickett, Willis. I didn't hear you say Corral. Corral is my QB four. I, I like Corral. He has uh, some some Joe Burrow in him in terms of the instincts in the pocket, the ability to create. Um, I like his athleticism, but I just question what is his true trait that you can hang your hat on. Doesn't have great size. Doesn't have the strongest arm. Decision making is questionable. Did you see the? Uh, I don't want to say hatchet job, but people are saying Corral. Some of these anonymous sources, oh, well, off the field, I don't know. I don't know if you can draft this. Have you seen any of this? I've seen it. I've seen I, it. But... I, the, I mean, like the, the story, obviously, in high school was yeah. there was a racial incident, and he was defending uh, one of his friends. Uh, and, and, like, Corral uh, apparently got beat up, and, like, it wasn't his fault. Uh, again, that's just some of the stories I've read. I, I, I was just a little surprised to see it. Um, but so that makes Sam Howell your QB5? Sam Howell, QB5. That's exactly my top five. And Interesting. Back, back to Corral, you know, I haven't talked to him, but my colleagues here at the Draft Network had a chance to interview him at the Super Bowl. For by all accounts, a great kid. You know, a guy, you, yeah. you got, guy you'd want in your locker room. You know, he gets, he gets it. And so, you know, I can't, I can't speak to you know, some, of the, some of the reports that are coming out, but all I can speak to is, but from my sources, he's a great kid. Yeah. The guy he got in a fight with in high school was Wayne Gretzky's yeah, son. I heard that. Um, it's crazy. To total punk. And, like, he was then, you know, uh, I don't know. It got ugly, but it wasn't his fault, apparently. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm team Matt Corral. I don't know anything about the guy other than what I've read. And uh, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I always I, I consider him an underdog, and I, I'm, I'm backing him as well. All right. Brentley Weissman, you can find his stuff all over the internet. Your top 100 board. Uh, did you are you doing the submit your mock draft where they grade it and see yeah. who has like the best mock draft? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I literally just finished it. I still got to type some commentary out, but it is locked and loaded. I, I feel not as good as last year. Last year is much easier to kind of predict because of the quarterbacks, right? We kind of knew which teams need quarterbacks, and that slid some of the top players down and kind of fit the puzzle pieces together. This year's tough. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't feel great, but we'll we'll see how it goes. 
All right, man, keep up the good work, and uh, thanks for taking the time. Jason, I always appreciate it. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.